And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, yeah, I gotta kick myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the tantalizing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's a newspaper drama on Big Town from 1948. But first, Lisa Wolf Dillon is our lyricist for Learning the Lyrics. Lisa will read popular song lyrics. I'll try to guess the name of the songs while you play at home. Right, Lisa? Right, Carl. In this edition, we're going to be doing great songs from the 90s. Great songs from the 90s. Um, But in the future, if you would prefer... To go by the alphabet. Well, that gives you some more switch back and forth, you know. Be a little, have a little variety, you know. Well, that's what I am Shake doing. Shake it up a little, No, that's you? what I'm doing now is shaking it up and giving you variety. But if you All want right. me to go back to same old, same old, just say the word. I think you're only going to get one of these. Only one? Uh-oh. Oh, man. I was just about to ask you what your prediction My brother one. got all three of Which them last one? week. He got all three right. last week. The first one. Okay. I'll get the first one, I you think, think he'll get the second one. All right. I was thinking the first or the third, so, huh. I'm going to go with the second. (laughs) man. That's funny. Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes. Here's your first 90s song. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's been seven hours and 15 days. Uh, That's uh, Sinead O'Connor. Yes. It's been 17 hours. No, seven. Yeah, go ahead. Seven hours and 15 days Uh since you took your love away. Yeah. I go out every night and sleep all day. Mm-hmm. Since you took your love away, right? Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I can see whomever, whomever I choose. Mm-hmm. I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant. Fancy restaurant, <laughs> yeah. but nothing. I said nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. There it is. Nothing compares to you. Oh yeah. Oh, would you look at that? Huh? Eh? Right? Love away from. Right? I really like this song. I, I told you great songs from the 90s. I chose them. I think you should use the, the same shampoo as she does, Lisa. Mm. Yeah, it seems to be working well for her. You know? Maybe she uses Prowl. Maybe, yeah. With the pearl in it. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's worked well for her. I can see whomever I choose. I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant. 
Nothing. Nothing. I said nothing can take away <laughs> Cause nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. And there it is. Huh? It's a good message. Huh? I like it. Wow. All right. Man. One out of one. If I didn't have uh, arthritis in my shoulder, you I'd pat, pat myself on, on the back. back. Mm-hmm. Hang on gotcha. a second. Heard that yeah. once or twice or three times. Yeah, I made it up. It's my, it's that yours. is my own one that it's I made up. It's only funny once. I keep telling you that. It's funny all okay. the time. Here's the second song. Okay. I think you'll get this I have to clean one. my palate. Hang on a second. Okay. Hang on. Is your palate dirty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I have I to like get that, you. I have to get that song out of my I head. I don't think a glass of water is going to clean it cleans it, it cleans my brain. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. Every night in my dreams. Every night in my dreams. I see you. Uh-huh. I feel you. I feel you. I see you. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> that is how I know uh-huh. you go on far across the distance and spaces between us. <sighs> you have come to show you go on near, far. Near, far. Oh, this is Celine Dion. Right. Near, far. Wherever, wherever you are, you are. Yeah. I believe that I the believe heart does go on. That the heart does go on. Once more, you Once open the door. More, you and, open the door, and you're here and in my you're heart. Here in my heart. I can't give you the next line. That's the the next line is yeah. the line. So it's a Titanic. It, it is. But that's not the name of the song. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love can touch us far. one time. Give me the line right I up to did, the... I did, Carl. Do it again. Oh, my God. Near, far, wherever, wherever you, are, you are. I believe that I the heart... Okay, the once heart. more, you open the door, and you're here in my heart. Uh-huh. Love can touch us one time and last for a lifetime. And never let go till we're gone. I just give me the. I did twice. <laughs> Will you just don't read anything beyond it? Just read I me up that. to the line. I did that. Give me twice. two sentences before the line. The thing. Okay. Um, Carl. Go ahead. Near, far, wherever, wherever you, are, you are. That's the line. You can leave. <laughs> I can't give you any more after that because it the line. The next line title is, is after near far. Is the next line after that line. That's correct. Near, far, wherever you are, you can... Right? Mm-hmm. It's Titanic. It uh, is. It's Titanic. <laughs> laughing at you. Um, it is Titanic. It is... It is I got it. It's good enough. Right, What's Mike? good enough? That's a title. No, it's not the title. That's a movie that I got, I, I didn't say that he wouldn't recognize the song. Just I just said that he, he wouldn't get, get the title for Mike it. was right on this. I don't know the title. Okay, well, I can't give it to you anymore All than right, I have. I guess I right. don't guess, get it then. Yes, you don't. Jeez. Let's hear it. My dreams. I feel you. That is how I Lift me away or fly me away or something? <laughs> fly me know. away. Fly me. That's, that's, fly uh, me to that's the, the moon. Exactly. <laughs> this woman is amazing. Isn't Who is she? this woman? Celine Dion. Okay. She's unbelievable. 
I mean, like, she's incredible. Go on. Here we go. She sings even better than I do. That's a song title with the word heart in it because oh. I just right? exactly right Mike so, exactly it was my probably heart. my you want. fault for choosing a song with the word heart in it yeah you know what Lisa what Carl what Carl? <laughs> you knew I wasn't gonna get that no I thought you'd get that because There's you no know way. the theme Not, from Titanic I know the theme but I don't know the name of this song well, it's Titanic it's the theme from Titanic right that should be enough it's not Mike, enough Mike don't you think the theme from Titanic no, right? it has a title. Oh, that's not the title. <laughs> oh, gosh. It has a title. You can't just say, yes, I know me. that song was played right. in that movie. Next. Next. Okay. Next. Oh, life is bigger. It's bigger than you. And you are not me. The lanes that I goodness. will go to. The distance in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I've said too much. I set it up. That's me in the corner. That's me in the corner. That's me in the corner. <laughs> uh-huh. That's me in the spot. That's me light. in the spot. Light. Yeah. That's it. That's all I can give you. The next line is the title. All right, we'll keep going. Um, trying That's to, me in the corner. Trying to keep up That's with me you. That's me in the spot. And I don't know yeah. if I can do it. Oh, no, I've said too much. Mm-hmm. I haven't said That's enough. Me in the corner. I thought that I heard That's you laughing. Thought that I heard you laughing. <laughs> I thought that, that I heard you sing. I think, think I, I thought I, I saw, saw you, you try. try. <laughs> Every whisper. All right, lead me up to the title. I did, Carl. All right, give me three lines up to the title. Of every waking hour. Okay. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Like um, losing my religion. Yes, R.E.M. Oh, All right, you see that first one, I maybe last one. Yes, Mike. No, you did not get yeah. the ball. No, you did not. You did not get Theme all. From Titanic. <laughs> Whatever it's called, that's the one. Wow, I got this one too. It's a great song, you like it. Said too much. I said enough. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Like losing my religion. Trying to keep. All right. Two All right. Out of three. Two out of three. Two and a half out of three. Got a sixty-six percent. Two and a half out of three. As Mike says, that would be below average in school, but for yeah. you, it's good. All right. We got to go. Go. All right. Thank you. <laughs> You're a tough grader. When we come back, it's Big Town. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Big Town was a newspaper drama Edward G. Robinson starred as crusading newspaper editor Steve Wilson from 1937 until 1942. And then he just got too busy with movies. 
Uh, Claire Trevor co-starred as society editor Lorelai Kilborn for uh, about one year during that period when Edward G. Robinson was on the show. And uh, did you know this, Lisa? Big Town, at its peak, was the highest-rated drama on radio. I did not know that. Wow. That's an interesting statistic. Um, Edward Pauley and later Walter Griza and Ona Munson, then later Fran Carlin, uh, starred as um, as uh, Steve Wilson and Lorelai Kilborn after Edward G. Robinson and Claire Trevor left the role. There was also a TV version with Mark Stevens and Trudy Rowe that aired from 1950 until 1956. Uh, we have a broadcast from December 28, 1948 that stars Fran Carlin and Edward uh, Pauley. It's called Dangerous Resolution. Here's part one of Big Town. Life Boy Health Soap presents Big Town. Extra, extra hero about the case of the dangerous resolution. Tonight's Big Town story brought to you by Life Boy Health Soap, used in the homes of 40 million Americans. Extra, extra. <laughs> Life Boy Health Soap presents Big Town. The headline stories of a great city dramatically reported by Steve Wilson, fighting managing editor whose creed, as with all great newsmen, is emblazoned on the masthead of the illustrated press. The power and the freedom of the press is a flaming sword, that it may be a faithful servant of all the people, use it justly, hold it high, guard it well. Big Town and Steve Wilson's exciting story captioned, Dangerous Resolution. When a man plans a New Year's resolution to quit the rackets, deadly complications can develop. And such is the background of this fast-moving story of hijackers that began in a diner in the warehouse district of Big Town as a young truck driver sat talking to Vicki Mason, a waitress in the place. How about another cup of coffee, Van? No, thanks, Vicki. Look, you ain't busy now. Listen a minute, honey. I'm tired of listening to your promises, Van. You still sore about seeing me with that Bubbles Dane the other night? No, I'm not jealous of that hen-and-headed burlesque stripper. I know she's Silky Martin's girl. And I know why you were out with her. All right, why? Because Silky is using her to soft-soap you into hustling trucks for him. Why shouldn't I drive a truck for Silky once in a while? He pays big dough. More for one night's work than I could get in a week pushing a ten-tonner for a company outfit. Because there's something crooked about it or Silky wouldn't pay you that kind of money. Maybe so, but what's it matter as long as I don't do anything but drive the trucks? Because one of these nights, Silky Martin's going to pull a fast one and you're going to be in the middle of a mess. Oh, now, Vicky. Please, Van, you're one of the best drivers in big town. You could get a job any place. With good, steady money every week and, and not get into trouble. Sure, I know, Please, but you don't... Van, for your mother's sake and mine. She's worried, frightened. Now, listen, Vicky, I'm doing this for Ma's sake. So she won't have to scrub floors and office buildings for the rest of her life. Oh, she doesn't want that kind of money, Van. What about you? We can get married quicker. Please, Van, I don't want that kind of money or that kind of a marriage. Please. Okay, honey. That settles it. I'm doing a job for Silky tonight, but this'll be the last. Oh, no, then, no. Quit now. Oh, I can't, Vicky. I promise, Silky, but I'll make you a promise, too. I'll make a New Year's resolution to quit hustling trucks for Silky and then get a regular job. Oh, no, Van, please. I, I have a scared feeling something's going to happen. 
quit now, tonight. I can't. Oh, here, Silky. Now, now, don't say anything. And I promise this is my last haul. My New Year's resolution, honey. Hi, Van. Hello, Silky. Hi, beautiful. Hello. Now, what kind of New Year's resolutions are you lovebirds making, huh? We were just talking about... Uh, how... Get married right after the New Year, Silky. Oh, fine. Congrats. Thanks. Draw me a cup of java. Bridey. <laughs> Cream and sugar. With everything, beautiful. I always take everything. Yes, I know. Everything you can lay your hands on for nothing. <laughs> your babe don't like me, Van. Well, don't let it cut your sleep. Oh, I won't. And don't let it cut yours. Uh, what's the job for tonight? You're subbing for a driver on a load of silk. Now, look, Silky, is uh, this a hijack? Uh, what you don't know won't hurt you. And a piece of pie, sweetheart. What kind? Lemon. And keep your finger out of it. I don't like it that sour. Hmm. Very funny. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, look, uh, Silky. Huh? Uh, this is my last job for you. Oh, yeah? How come? I'm getting a regular job after tonight. Oh? Yeah. Okay. How about getting started on this one? All right. But let's go get it done. You go out to my car. Monk's there. He'll prime you on where you to take the load. Uh-huh. I'll be out as soon as I've had my pie and coffee. If I ever get served in this dump... Here, you've got it. I gotta go, Vicky. I'll come by and take you home. When you're through, honey... Oh, Van, wait! Let him go, baby. Let the guy make a buck for your trousseau for the torso. <laughs> you're not funny, Silky. You're a punk waitress. Spill my coffee. Come here and mop it up. Mop it up yourself with a napkin. Here. Listen, the... you... Let go of my hand. When I'm through telling you that I need Van in my business. Yeah, a dirty business. Crooked business. It's my business and you're gumming the works. How? You're a good influence on that truck hustler and that's bad for my business. Yeah, I'm glad because he's through with you after tonight. Well, nobody gets through with me until I'm through with them, baby. So you'll listen. I'm listening. I got a notion you've been listening to Van flapping his lip about my operations. Rackets. And let go of my hand. Call it what you like, baby, but keep your teeth shut or you won't have any left to go with that kissable mouth of yours. (laughs) You dirty dog. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Wilson. Hello, Laura. Come in. Sorry, Mr. Wilson, I thought you'd gone for the night and I'd clean up your office. I have a lot of foreign dispatches to check, but come in anyway, Flora. Close the door on those infernal and eternal telepaths. Sure, but won't I be disturbing you? No, just empty the wastebasket and leave the rest of the mess. I don't mind it. You look tired, Mr. Wilson. You oughtn't to work so long and so hard and so late. Well, that's fine advice coming from you, Flora. When's that boy of yours going to settle down and let you make a home for him? Van's a good boy, Mr. Wilson. He gives me money every week and wants me to quit scrubbing floors, but I'm saving his money so that nice girl Vicki Mason and Van can get married soon. Well, I hope they appreciate what you're doing for them, Flora. Well, Vicki does, but she's worried about Van not taking a steady job. Well, you're worried, too, Flora. What's he doing? Well, special night driving for some fella called Silky Martin. Silky Martin. Yes. I've heard that name somewhere. Vicky knows him and... Well, 
She thinks he's mixing Van up in some kind of racket. Wait a minute. Uh, doesn't your boy drive heavy-duty trucks? Oh, yes. He learned in the Army, and he's the best. My last summer, he won a contest. Driving and backing and turning them big monsters as easy as he did his express wagon when he was a little boy. Well, that takes real skill, Flora. He should be able to get a steady job with any of the big-town trucking companies. Yes, I know, but war made him kind of restless. He just don't seem able to settle down to anything steady. Yes. A lot of the vets feel that way. It's hard to relearn to plan for long-time living when you become conditioned to the idea that tonight or tomorrow may be your last. Excuse me, Flora. Yeah, Steve Wilson, Illustrated Press. Mr. Wilson, did I not see Flora Andrews go in your office to clean up? You did, Mamie. Why? Well, there's a girl phoning in, and she says it's terribly awful important. She talks with Flora right away. Well, put her on, Mamie. Flora can take the call here. Yes, sir, but I did not know if I should disturb you. Well, I've been disturbed by experts. Put the girl on, Mamie. Yes, sir. Here, Flora, some girl is calling you. Says it's very important to take the phone. Oh, I'm sorry to be disturbing you like this, Mr. Wilson. Uh, hello? Hello? Mrs. Anders, it's me, Vicky. What is it, Vicky? I'm afraid something has happened to Van. To Van? Oh, no. Yes. He met Silky Martin here at the diner and left with him, and I've just heard there was trouble down at one of the warehouses. Trouble? Yes, a man was killed. Oh, no, not Van. No. Silky's bodyguard was killed, and, and a truckload of stuff and the driver have disappeared. Oh. The police have an alarm out. They're blocking all exits from Big Town, and, and I'm just afraid Van is driving that truck. Vicky. Vicky, I've been afraid something like this had happened. So afraid. Oh, just a minute, Flora. I got most of that. Let me talk to the girl. Maybe I can help. Oh, if you only would, Mr. Wilson. Oh, we'll try. Hello, Miss Mason. I'm Steve Wilson of the press. Oh, Mr. Wilson, Van's mother has spoken of you many times. You work with the police in breaking rackets, don't you? I try, and this sounds like an ugly one. Oh, I'm sure Van had nothing to do with that killing, Mr. Wilson. He, he's never carried a gun. Good. But if he's driving that truck, he's liable to be involved if anything has happened to the regular driver. Is there anything you can do to help him, Mr. Wilson? For his mother's sake and mine? With your help, Miss Mason. But well, how can I help? Well, Flora says you know Silky Martin. Yes, I, I know a little about him. It may be enough. Where are you? I'm a waitress here at the Sunshine Diner on the corner of Front and Main Street. Don't leave there. Stay on the job. Now act as if you haven't heard a thing if anyone comes in and asks you questions. I'll be down there in nothing flat. Thus, Steve Wilson moves swiftly into a situation promising deadly and dangerous complications. And for the exciting developments, we'll return to Big Town in just a moment. All right. Uh, we're listening to Big Town, and he just did my job for me. He said we'll get back to Big Town in just a moment. Um, who did it so, deeper and better? Well, I was going to say, so what are you going to do now? You've got no, um, nothing left to do. I don't know. I guess... Um, a little dead air. We uh, we started uh, because it's after midnight now. We started Wordle, oh, Mike, and uh, we're not doing that well. I got Wordle on two in two lines yesterday. Yeah, that doesn't took even Lisa make sense. What? Four. Yeah, so I'm twice as smart as her. That's exactly right. Because I got it on two, she got it on four. Right. Twice well, as smart, and she has two today. master's degrees. Let's see what happens today. Wordle, we're hooked on it. <laughs> And, uh, you know, lately I've been getting it on three and two and three. Mm-hmm. And uh, yesterday I got it on two, but not doing so well right now on it. But uh, we'll get back to uh, Big Town and I'll get back to Wordle. <laughs> so will Lisa. <laughs> as soon as uh, 
Yeah, we have to take a break, though, first. Um, anyway, this is called Dangerous Resolution. It's sponsored by Rinso and Lifebuoy. Um, I I don't think either one of those is Lifebuoy around anymore. Rinso? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't believe so. All right, we'll get back to Big Town after this short break. Hi, Carl Amari here. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, Suspense, and Burns and Allen, consider becoming a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows in superior sound quality, along with historical liner notes and photos of the radio stars. The 10 shows I'll send you will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. Members also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood with 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. The digital links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 and Radio Rarities whenever you'd like. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. And when you join the Classic Radio Club, there's no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Don't miss our new podcast. It's called Radio Rarities. It's written by Carl Shadow. Lisa Wolf and I co-host it. And we tack it on to the Hollywood 360 uh, weekly podcast that we send to subscribers or Classic Radio Club members. Right at the end of our Hollywood 360 email that we send you each and every Monday, if you are a Classic Radio Club member or Hollywood 360 uh, podcast subscriber. Don't miss the last uh, 35 minutes or so is Radio Rarities. And uh, this week, it's all about the very first episode of Bold Venture, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. And um, Lisa, I got to tell you, you do a great job co-hosting. Wow, Carl. Radio Rarities. And you. uh, you really do. And Mike Costella... Even though he takes uh, an inordinate amount of bubble baths, he does a great Gets job of job producing done. the show. And uh, he doesn't get enough credit. He really doesn't. He He's the guy behind the scenes. And every once in a while you hear his, uh, his voice there. But he doesn't get enough credit. He does a great job. And, you know, making sure this show goes off without a hitch. I mean, True. we're not easy to work with, you know, well, especially you. Yourself. And no, he puts you. up with us every single week. <laughs> so. You know, sometimes it's hard for producers to look at you. Yeah, sometimes I know. I know. I, I know. I know. And what happened to you? How come that? you can still look well, at me all these years? Because he's looking at the back of my head. So oh, it's okay. okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fine. That then. Like out. I said, I'm actually looking at a mirror right here. Ah, in front of me. That's right. I don't he see doesn't. either of he you guys see. over there. <laughs> But uh, maybe, it's, maybe, you know what it is? It, those bubble baths relax him, you know? And so he he doesn't get aggravated with us when we're here all day, you know, kind of being a pains. He's relaxed. He's had four or five bubble baths today already. So, you know, that's the way it works. Uh, you should try it, Lisa. Relaxing with a bubble bath. Yeah, I mean, there's a take, lot of different ways to relax, bath. Carl. And try it's that Prell shampoo so you can look like Sinead O'Connor. Oh, I, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to. All right, we're listening to Big Town Dangerous Resolution, December 28th, 1948. Here's the conclusion. <laughs> Now, 
back to Big Town, to Steve Wilson of the Press, and to tonight's headline story of A Dangerous Resolution. Following a lead on a truck hijacking resulting in murder, Steve is on his way to the south side of Big Town in the cab of Harry the Hack and pulls up in front of an all-night diner in the warehouse district. Stay under the wheel of your hack, Harry. I won't be long. Keep your eyes open. Check, boss. I'll be right here. Evening, miss. Oh. What'll it be, mister? Are you, uh, Vicki Mason? Yes, sir. Are you Mr. Wilson? Yes. Has anyone, uh... Question you since you phoned Van's mother at my office? No, sir. Why did you ask me to pretend I hadn't heard about the shooting down near the docks? Well, now, listen carefully. If your friend Van is involved, and you know Silky Martin, the man who hired him to drive the truck, you're dangerous, Sue. How do you mean? I don't know much about Silky, where he lives, or, or even where he operates. But enough to make you dangerous if you talk to anyone. I don't care if I can help Van out of this jam. You care enough for Van Anders to take a chance leading me to Silky Martin? I'd do anything, but I can't. Well, I have a hunch you may have a chance, but be careful. Mr. Wilson, a car just pulled up out front behind that cab. I heard it. Don't look out. The cab is mine with a special driver. Someone's coming in from the car. A girl. Oh, Silky's girlfriend, Bubbles. All right, you don't know me. Swallow whatever line she hands you. Go with her if necessary. We'll be right behind you. Yes, sir. She's coming in. Now, give me a cup of job and a piece of pie, sweetheart. Sure, sure, mister. And how about a date when you're finished? Nick, the eager beaver, Vicky. We got a date. You're through right now. Oh, hello, Bubbles. Say, what's the big idea? I'm not through till four. Let these amorous night owls hoot for the cook in the back. Well, what's the matter? Your boyfriend, Van, he's hurt. Hurt? Yeah, he wants to see you. Get your coat, I'll drive you. Yeah, it's, it's by the door. Well, get it on. Quit giving this cheap wolf the see you later. Come on. Yeah, all, all right. Well, where is Van? Is he badly hurt? He'll live. He wants to see you. Come on. Hey, miss, what about my pie and coffee? Oh, go chase yourself, you tin horn. Thanks, but I think I'd rather chase you. Huh? You should live so long. Say it, Harry, but uh, don't lose that black touring car in traffic. Fat, that thing may be a shaker in a pilot cube, but she ain't shaking me in no best. Watch it, Harry. They're turning into an alley in the middle of the next block. Slow down. Yeah. Uh, do we play follow the leader? No, this may be the end of the line. Go slow. I'll see if she's stopping in the alley. Or if it's another dodge to shake us. Uh, there's the alley alongside that old warehouse. I see a brake light. They've stopped. Now pull out and cut your motor and lights, Harry. Good, that's done. Now what, boss? Haven't we lone wolfed this long enough? Yes, Harry. Get to the nearest phone and call Callahan of Homicide. And plenty of helpers? Yes, with tear gas and Tommy guns. This looks like a rat's nest, and there's no telling how many are in it. Yeah, and how about you remembering that and don't go crashing in solo? I remember, but I can't wait, Harry. That girl's in danger, and if anything happens to her, it'll be my fault. Include me and my trusty monkey wrench in, boss. You're not paid to take chances, Harry. Neither are you, boss. And two guys taking chances. This is only twice as crazy as one guy taking chances. All right, Harry, thanks. As soon as you've made that phone call, come on in.
Come on, Van. Unload the rest of the stuff. It's the last crate of silk in the truck. Okay. You got gypped, Silky. Huh? Only a quarter of a load. And for that, you got your pal Monk killed. Lay up. Monk wasn't any pal of mine. The dope. Nobody's a pal of yours, Silky. This gun in my hand is the only pal I can trust. And don't forget it. Okay, I'm no hero. But what about that regular driver you got tied up in the back of the truck? Leave him there. Well, what about this truck, too? Every cop in Big Town is looking for it by now. Maybe you can hide that hijack silk, but you can't hide this truck for long, even in this old warehouse. You're gonna hide the truck for me, big boy. Hide this baby? Where? In the river. In the river? Well, you're crazy. It'll be spotted on the way. No, it won't. It's only two blocks through back alleys to an old coal dock where we'll dunk her deep. Not with that driver in it, you murderous slug. Steady, pal. I'd hate to have to nail you here. I need you to hustle this truck to the river. I won't drive it. You'll drive it. Who's that? That's the reason you're going to do anything I say do. Bring her in, Bubbles. Inside me. What? Vicky! Van! What? She said you were hurt. It's just a dirty trick to get you here, Vicky. Why did you come with her? I wanted to be with you no matter what trouble you're in. Oh, we're in plenty of trouble, honey. And all because I wouldn't listen to you. Nice going, Bubbles. Do you have any trouble coaxing her? Nah. Just had to pry her loose from a counter cowboy who's trying to date her. Now, what's the pitch? You better beat it, baby. Get yourself an alibi. Alibi for what? You uh, wouldn't want to know. Wait a minute, Silky. What are you going to do to this dopey truck hustler and that dizzy dame? Well, if you must know, I'm going to do... What comes naturally in this racket when somebody knows enough to finger me into the chair? Van, is he going to kill, shoot you, us? Not steady, honey. That's the kind of trouble I meant. Silky, wait a minute. I was seen picking up that dame. If anything happens to her, I'll be hauled into headquarters for questioning. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what I've been thinking. You must have read my mind. You can't do it without mixing me up in it. Yeah. Yeah, Bubbles. So you might as well be in it all the way. Right up to your ears. Silky, I'm your girl. Big town's full of girls with everything you got. And who don't know so much. No, Silky, you wouldn't. Don't tell me things, Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles. Hey, you can do your act in the truck with these dopes and the regular driver for an audience at the bottom of the river. No. Blowing bubbles. <laughs> Pretty bubbles in the water. No, Silky, no. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Steady, Vicky, it ain't happened yet. No, so let's get going, Anders. Pick up bubbles and dump her in the truck with that regular driver. No, I won't do it. Pick her up or I'll cut you down. Go ahead. Here in the river. What's the difference? Pick her up, then, please. There's a reason. Reason? What's the reason, beautiful? You'll never get out of this warehouse alive if you shoot any of us. Oh, yeah? Tell me how come not, baby. That man at the diner wasn't just a masher. He was asking about you. A plain clothes flat? It doesn't matter because I'm sure he followed us here. Quit lying, baby. Quit stalling. Make your boyfriend put bubbles in the truck. All right. Oh, please, Van, do as he says or he'll shoot you here. Okay, I don't get it, but what have we got to lose? Dump her in there. Okay. Now what? Now lift your girlfriend Vicky up in there with her and that regular driver. 
and lock the door. Lock Vicky in there? Like nothing. Like everything, or else. Oh, please, man. I'll get in myself. See if that other truck driver is hurt and don't do anything foolish. Smart, babe. Give the gal a hand, Van. Where's your manners? <laughs> All right. Get in, Vicky. I'll show you manners, Sookie, before we get to the river. Oh, I can hardly wait. Close that truck door and latch it. Okay, now don't worry, honey. This truck ain't going to the river. I'll bet you six slugs out of this gun it does. Now get in the truck cab and start up the motor. Yeah, who's going to roll open the main doors to the alley? Let me worry about that. Get in the cab of the truck. Wait a minute, boys. What? what? Who are you, dope? I'm the counter cowboy who followed your girlfriend from the Sunshine Diner. Oh, a plain clothes loft squad louse, Thanks huh? for the compliment, but no, just a newspaper man who got a tip on your racket, Silky. A newspaper guy? You're not that racket-busting rat of the Illustrated Press, Steve Wilson. I'm flattered. I'll flat you with a slug if you come any closer. It'll be the shot that will send you to the chair if you pull the trigger. You'll never know about it if I do. Turn around and spread your wings, you buzzard. Don't worry. Don't waste valuable time. Like Van Anders, I don't carry a gun. Don't kid me, Wilson. Nobody walks into a setup like this without heat. Turn around for a frisk. All right, satisfy yourself, but you're wasting valuable time, and you haven't much to spare. Yeah, you are clean. What's the big idea? What's the pitch, walking in here without a rod? Well, two guns usually calls for a shooting showdown, Silky. I have a better solution. Oh, yeah? Yes. I'm going to talk that gun right out of your hand. Talk the... That I gotta see. Mind if I turn around and explain how? Yeah, turn around so I can see better where to plug you. If you don't get in the cab of the truck with Anders. All right. Thanks. Don't try to rush him, Mr. Wilson. He means business. So do I. And take it easy, Van. I got the whole story from your mother and Miss Mason, and we're going to show Silky that the mine can be quicker than the trigger finger. That I really gotta see. Get in the truck. I ain't moving that truck out of here. Get under the wheel, Van. You won't have to move it far, and it's all part of the triumph of mind over murder madness. Okay, okay, Mr. Wilson, but I sure hope you know what you're doing. I think I do. You've already given me the idea. Now's the stall in the double talk, Wilson. Get in the cab of the truck with Anders. All right, Silky. I think we're all set to talk that murder gun right out of your hand. <laughs> Thus, Steve Wilson is set to try one of the most dangerous operations known to manhunters. And in a moment, we'll come to the exciting climax of tonight's story, brought to you by Lifebuoy Health Soap. Now, back to Big Town and to Steve Wilson, Van Anders, and the payoff in tonight's headline story of a premature New Year's resolution. Come on, come on, Wilson. Save the big talk for the crabs in the river. Get in the cab of the truck alongside of Anders. All right, Silky. But haven't you forgotten something important? No, and don't you forget I got this gun and there's six slugs in it for you and Anders if you try anything between here and the coal dock where this truck goes in the drink. Yeah, drowning the regular driver and those two girls locked in the back. You really are a cold-blooded killer, Silky. Yeah, and I got nothing to lose by this cover-up. So get in the cab or I'll let you have it right here and now. He will, Mr. Wilson. Don't needle him too much. I'm all through needling him, Van. 
I was just trying to remind him of something he seems to have forgotten. Okay, remind me, Wilson. How is Anders going to drive this truck out of this warehouse unless somebody opens those big sliding doors? Oh. Maybe you'd like to open them before you get in the truck. Okay, I suppose I might as well. Wait a minute. You're thinking your way out of this, are you, Wilson? Well, I'm way ahead of you. How so? You're thinking you'll get to open them sliding doors, duck and run for it down that dark alley outside, huh? Well, you're smarter than I thought, Silky. Yeah. Get in the cab with Anders. Okay. And you, Van, be ready to roll to the river the minute I get those doors open. Well, Van, I guess he's outsmarted us. You better start your motor. Yeah. And as soon as I roll that door open, I'll be back on the running board with this gun in your neck, Anders. And you'll drive to the river or else. You'll step in front of the truck to unlatch the door, start your motor in gear and duck. And check, Mr. Wilson. I got the plan now. You slugged! That's a boy, Van. Set your emergency. You got him pinned against the door. He's emptied his gun. Okay. The bumper's holding him tight. I'd like the smash of what he's going to do to Vicky. Well, let the law take care of that, Van. Just hold him there and cut your motor. Okay. No, don't! Back up! You're crushing me! Just hold him against the door, Van. Okay, Mr. Wilson. But another six inches would save the state a lot of trouble. Well, the state doesn't mind this kind of trouble, Van. I'll hold him until I see if he has another gun. Wash! Wash, I was waiting for the psychological moment to intervene, but that was positively beautiful. Well, thanks very much, Harry. Yeah, you want me to call him with my knocker-knocker? Oh, Harry, he'll keep till Inspector Callahan gets here. Well, that ought to be any minute. I'll miss Kelpine is out front to steer him in. Good. Tell her to come in and get the whole story for tomorrow's early edition. Holy moly, boss, ain't you getting out an extra? Oh, no, Harry. The capture of one vicious killer doesn't roll the presses any more than it stops crime. The real story here is Van's resolve to get out of the rackets. Yes, and I hope the police will let me make it for New Year's and, and keep it, Mr. Wilson. Well, I think they will, Van, when the facts are known. Meanwhile, get your girlfriend, Vicky, Bubbles, and that driver out of the truck. And so ended with the arrest and subsequent conviction of Silky and his treacherous accomplice, Bubbles... Another exciting adventure in the newspaper career of Steve Wilson and Lorelei of the Big Town Illustrated Press. Now, before telling you of next week's headline story of Big Town, remember, doctors have proved it. Life Boy, with its purifying ingredient, gets skin cleaner. Stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Yes, you're, you're cleaner, safer from B.O. when you bathe daily with Life Boy than when you bathe with any other leading soap. Ask for Life Boy Health Soap tomorrow. Next week, the makers of Life Boy bring you a hard-hitting story entitled The Mask of Evil, a strange and unusual story of death and terror in an abandoned lighthouse. Another exciting assignment in the newspaper career of fighting Steve Wilson of Big Town. Don't miss it. In tonight's dramatization, all names, times, and places are fictional, and any similarity to other names and places is purely coincidental. Big Town features Edward Pauley as Steve Wilson, Fran Carlin as Lorelei Kilborn, and was written and produced by Jerry McGill. Now, this is Hugh James speaking for Lever Brothers Company, wishing you all a happy new year, and bidding you good night until next Tuesday night, same time, same station, when you'll hear the newsboy calling... Extra, extra! 
Raw Hero All About It, the story of Steve Wilson and the Mask of Evil, brought to you by Life Boy Health Soap, another fine lever product, Extra Extra. <laughs> This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. You know, if I was back uh, around during the golden age of radio, I would have been that guy. You know, the guy who was like, extra, 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 read all about it next week, big town. That, that would have been me. I would have been the guy they called for all of those, you know, because I could do that. But I wouldn't yeah. say extra. I would say extra, 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 read all about it, big town next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. I think well, I would why? pay you the big bucks. But see, for there's that. no, there's no employment for that anymore. Yeah, I was you gonna know? say, unfortunately, no, your time has I come and gone. I can't get a job doing that anymore. That so was 1940. Job. <laughs> so I'm, I'm. Uh, so here we this are. Is it. I'm stuck with this. <laughs> here we are. Here I am. Every call this employment, week if you will, <laughs> with you and Mike uh, for the rest of my <laughs> life, uh, our, my, rest of our days. Yep. All right. That's Big Town, December 28th, 1948. Dang. Dangerous resolution. Edward, Polly, and Fran Carlin is heard on NBC. Sponsored by Extra, Extra. Read all <laughs> about it. Rinso and Life Boy. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for this month in music history. And this is our last song from the 1940s, and this one is from 1940. I love coffee. I, I love, love tea. tea. What's the name of this song? This is Java Jive. Oh, by Java the Jive. Spots. Yeah. And this song reached number 17 on the pop charts. Yeah, I'll bet it did. And it was heard in a 1942 movie called In This Our Life. Never heard of it. No, me neither. But I've heard the song. I mean, these songs, I mean, just listen to so different than songs now, you know? And this reached the top of the charts. You yes, know, this was like, right. like they couldn't live without hearing this. You know, every, <laughs> and now you can't I gotta, either. <laughs> I got to go run and buy this album, you know. It's the, like, the oh. ink spots. Yeah. It's hard to get out of clothing ink spots, you know. You gotta, it's like you got to throw the clothing out. Well, maybe you do. Can't even use Rinso or Lifebuoy to get it out. They're smooth. Coffee, I love tea. All right, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> sure. More of Hollywood 360 after this break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Next week, it is Nightbeat, Jack Benny, Big Story. Burns and Allen and Dangerous Assignment from my co-host Lisa Wolf, our executive producer Mike Bubblebath Costella, and my crabby brother Vince Amari. This is Carl Amari saying stay safe, be healthy, and thanks for listening.
Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.